0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Let's get into it. Today's show is sponsored by GPS Trackit. GPS Trackit makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS TrackIt, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are 24-7, improve route density, and operate more efficiently overall. With more than 12,000 customers, GPS TrackIt has been delivering peace of mind for customers in lawn and landscaping across the country for 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? If so, call 844 394 9244 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor no pressure no hassles low monthly fees and no contracts you can also visit gpstrackit.com forward slash lawn care leaders click the link in the show notes now to see how gps Trackit can help manage your drivers vehicles and equipment assets Maybe you're thinking about owning a business or you already do and you're you're wondering, is it worth it? Make sure you realize like the the cost that you're going to have to give up. I mean, Brooke and I, like on our family vacation, were up multiple nights till two in the morning talking about every single scenario. We were. You will never not think about you it. You will never not think about it. And that. That's, that's a really good comment because I hear so many people like, you know, and I want, I want to get to the, the level of being like an investor within my company. Well, you know, you may be able to phase out of operations, but you're still going to be invested in it wholeheartedly. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you care about the results of them, something, don't you think you're going to be invested in it? Like think about our relationship right here. Like I care about the results of it. There's like, you have to be fully invested Mm. financially, spiritually, mentally, physically. And if you're not, then you're, you're not going to get the results you want. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't, and I think it's twofold. I don't think people that don't own a business fully realize how hard it is and fully realize the, the mental and emotional weight. That we carry, they think it's just pieces on a chessboard. Um, and then I think the
1: like, like there, there's times where it's cute, where it looks cute, yeah, to other people. Like, oh man, you know, today he got off at three and he went to the lake with his family. Yeah, that that seems cute, but you don't see the the hidden part of that of he went home he went to the bathroom he looked at an email he he looked up a new proposal for somebody he decided he went to his wife and decided hey i've got this situation how should i handle this in the morning like you are literally and then sometimes you lay down in bed And you're like, okay, so, so when I wake up, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go here. I'm going to talk to this person. I'm going to confront this situation. I'm going to go fix this problem. And you literally can't turn your brain off. Yeah. It's, it's physically impossible. We try all the time. We say, oh, well, we weren't going to talk about work right then. And somehow, some way it just showed up. It just came out of our mouth. It's because it's our life. It's, it's our literal being like.
0: And I think you've done a really good job of like letting us do that more. Like we used to get like really offended. Like, oh, like we're talking about work. But I think giving each other grace that like you do this day in and day out. It is your life. It is your livelihood. Again, you're craving results. So you're both fully invested in it. Mm -hmm. What else are you like?
1: Yeah, to survive. why,
0: Why wouldn't you talk about it? Yeah. That's like the caveman. Him and his wife are sitting there. We don't want to talk about going out and killing something and dragging it home to eat. Well, why not? You're gonna die if you don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, I think it's twofold. You got to realize. How I think hard it does it look plush. It does look from plush. the
1: from the outside. I think it looks yep. like, oh man, to have to have that. Yeah. But it comes with yeah, with some some baggage.
0: Yep. Let me. Uh, Rustin said something the other day that stuck with me. Last year, him and his business partner, they killed it. I don't know how much money they were making, but they were making really good money and his owner's distributions were solid. I mean, they were crushing it this year. He has just had, it's been like, it has been for us. It's just been one battle after the next, um, team members. You've got crazy real estate market things just that are thrown at them that are just like, just nonsense, like frivolous stuff with team members, having quality control issues and like they like their owners. So they haven't been taking a paycheck in a while, a long while. And so when times are good, everybody's like, everybody wants to highlight the times that are good as a business owner. They want to shine a spotlight on that and be like, wow, that's amazing. Look at them. Nice house, good lifestyle vacations. But then when times are bad, everybody wants the security still. And I'm here to tell you business owners out there, you can't have both. Like, so don't feel guilty whenever times are good because times will be bad. Mm-hmm. And when times are bad, you're the one that has to bear the entire weight.
1: Mm-hmm. And of Ru- the whole team.
0: Of the whole team. Of the and, whole
1: production. So, and Rustin yeah. said,
0: I, I, I was feeling guilty for those. yeah," And he was like, I will never feel guilty mm-hmm. again.
1: That, that is, that's very true.
0: You don't know what it's like, you know, pulling money out of savings to feed other people. Right. And then you figure out what you and your family do. Yeah. You know?
1: That's, that was, yeah. That's really good advice.
0: And so here's where it gets tricky is Brooke and I have been managing all of that, but then also like, what now, like now what, now what's best, like what's best for everybody else after what we decided for our family, you know, that's kind of been, that's kind of been hard. Like that's been, I guess the root of all of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, What I do think I still, I still, I still think when we pushed pause, we, let our emotions settle down a little bit, and then we came together and agreed on some stuff.
1: And that's another thing.
0: That's when we could, like, distribute the plan. But yep. it's when it's when we
1: we were so emotionally and physically exhausted. I said, Brit, I will not allow you to wake up and make a new decision. Yeah. Because we are making our decisions based off emotion and fear and pure just anxiety. I was like, we cannot keep making decisions. Like with sweaty palms, like we want to be confident in what we're doing. So we, we literally just like wiped away. Well, I mean, it was probably a couple weeks of, okay, we're going to keep thinking this through and keep brainstorming and keep, and keep planning, but we are not addressing it to anyone until we can clear our heads Mm -hmm. until we are not wanting to punch each other. First of all until we can talk to each other like humans and then have a clear vision for what we want to do without the emotional stress tagged in with it. Yeah. Because we were going to make wrong decisions if we were just going to go into work and be like guys guys this is what we're doing now. I stayed up all night worrying then we would have made the wrong choices. Yeah. So we did get to a point where i said do not wake up and go say an announcement to anyone about anything because we are still processing and we are still thinking and we are still trying to come up with the best possible solution so so yeah i think i threatened them a couple times saying tomorrow morning there is no decision being made (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there is I know we want quick results and we want things to happen immediately and keep moving forward, but sometimes it cannot happen that way.
0: Yep. And you did you did help me with that. Cause I am very quick to make decisions.
1: And and yeah. it's a good thing that we let time mm-hmm. slow down for a minute. Oh yeah. Because we would have just exploded with these emotional thoughts and then been like, oh my gosh, a month later, oh my gosh, what, what, I wish I would have given myself time to not be so emotional about that. And I would have done this, Yeah, you yeah. know? So I was really glad that we put, push the brakes a little bit on, yeah. there was just so many with our transition, there were so many different moving parts. We were trying to nail them all at one time. And it was impossible. No, it, it was impossible. So that that's one thing we did. We agreed on, and we did uh-huh. well with. Yeah.
0: Sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh-huh. What would you say to the guys out there that you know they have their they have their wife at home, they're they're with the kids all day, and it's just like. Like, I, I like to say the quote, like, uh, same goals, different roles. And that sounds nice, but it is like, it is truly different roles and it's, and it's different worlds. And like, it's so hard for me to know what you've been through Yeah. within the two minutes that I get home. Right. You know, and so I can judge the situation of like, oh, she's impatient with the girls. And then I'm yeah. with the girls for 15 minutes and I'm losing my ish. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Well, like well,
1: an example, <laughs> like you you know it's been but what would
0: you say to help with that like so that he he puts himself in the wife's shoes a little better and then also like maybe speak to when he does need to talk to her about something yeah. cuz every one of these guys that is married their wife may not be fully involved in the business but they're they're like us like they're still living it yeah they're still yeah. living it it's, yeah. it they're all small businesses yeah so it, yeah. it is their life
1: I mean, at some point, no matter how hard headed you are or how mad you are at the other person and how much you want to shut them out, you have to have some kind of a middle ground where you hear out your husband and let him say, hey, these are my dreams. This is where I see my career going. This is what would make me the happiest. This is where I want to be. And then like as the wife taking all that in, trying to process through that and pray through that and hearing him out and trying the best you can to come up with a solution that, you know, doesn't like jeopardize the family, but still gives him, you know, where he still gets him where he's trying to go. And, Also by the middle of the road, I mean, you know, if there's a night that he comes home stressed and, you know, he just had to fire someone or, you know, he has guys that aren't working very hard and and he's the one out and it's, you know, dark, he's getting home at dark. He has to be able to sit down and like confide in you. You you can't just shut him up at the door, say, oh, family time. You know, we're not talking about work. If, If I mean you're going to have a point where he has to be able to, to come to you. And then same for the husband. You might meet your wife at the door who had the worst day ever with, you know, breaking up arguments with kids and repeating herself over and over saying the same thing. Don't fight. Don't hit.
0: Pooping 16 times in under half an hour. Yes. That's the best. Rubbing poo in another kid's hair.
1: Yeah. 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 All of it. He also has to be able to sometimes set aside. He might be emotionally and physically exhausted in that moment, but he has to every once in a while be able to set that aside and go, okay, looking around the house. And that, that's the thing for me, looking around the house, what could I do in this little five minutes that might make a huge difference? Okay. I see the kids fighting. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to, I'm going to tackle that. I'm, I'm going to take care of that problem. Or, oh, I see that dinner didn't quite get done. I'm, I'm going to go over here and get that. Or, oh, I can tell that the laundry room is just full.
0: Dinner's not good enough, babe. I'm going to fix it up yeah, for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can see that the laundry room is just full. There's like moldy towels in there or there's clean clothes in there. That's my thing right now is I wash stuff but the clean stuff sets in a bin and it gets wrinkly and so bad to the point I might as well wash it again. (laughs) So I think that's one thing I've had to say is (laughs) I'll be like, all right guys, family folding party. And then, you know, the kids will literally just take their shirts and wad it up and, you know, toss it to the side. But I think that your husband still hearing you out and seeing when you emotionally, wrecked but it going both ways it has to go you know it has to go both ways if he comes in emotionally wrecked you have to be able you you have to want you have to want to hear (laughs) what he's going through and sit down with him and and help him i i love helping and and maybe that's one thing that's annoying to brit it could be Uh i like strategizing and setting down and coming up with you know conclusions to a problem and piecing all these things together and oh Br- oh brit he could do this and oh i can help him here and oh i i like being very hands on when there's big big things going on but i just personally like doing that there there i'm sure there's some wives that are like you know what i'm so sick of talking about work i i can't do it anymore um but yeah just like i said If you can be there for him when you can just feel like, man, we have not been connected, man, he looks rough. You know, the only way to connect is, is to try to get in the other person's shoes. Mm -hmm. So, and I think it it, it does, it has to be, it has to be done both ways. You have to surprise your spouse (laughs) in showing your, your love and support. On, on both sides is all i've got so far that's where i'm at <laughs> oh that's it that's where i'm at because i that was good i've been i've been helping Britt with business and then he's been helping me at home and he's been folding some laundry and we've had we've had a good old time with <laughs> with trying to meet in the middle and not, not that everything has to be tit for tat and like equal, perfect, like, oh, yesterday I did this for you. Like it does not that that's not like a, a real marriage, but, um, just seeing the needs of the other person. It, it's hard to do though. Cause at the time you walk in the door, what if you both feel the same pure exhaustion, you know? Yeah.
0: That's where like, I think a lot of people are. Yeah. I know a lot of. A lot of the guys that I talk to now are wife's exhausted, he's exhausted. Mm-hmm. He's stressed, you know. And he's worried about he, he is worried about the the one guy that he thinks is gonna quit, the one guy that he needs to fire, mm-hmm. the three guys that he needs to hire but he can't find, and so he's just Yeah. He's carrying that into the house with him.
1: Yeah. And he just worked all day in a hundred degrees. Like yep. the last thing he wants to do is even move. I mean, sounds like
0: a bad country song. <laughs> 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 uh, no, but <clears throat> but it is good. The same- I I think that's really good. And and it's hard I think there's guys out there that do it, but for me I really struggle em- like I don't want to keep saying emotionally, but I just struggle putting myself in other people's shoes quickly. Mm-hmm. I can get there. Like, with a good story and some emotional music, like, oh, man, I feel what that person feels. But, like, in a split second, it's hard for me to be, like, symp- sympathetic all the time. It, I I, th- I think I struggle with that.
1: Yeah, be uh, yeah, I could say that that's true. Cause and I, it's probably cause you're because you're so my,
0: focused on a vision. I, yeah, I was going to say it's probably because I'm usually focused on something else. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> a big part of my next day going right is making sure that I'm prepared for it. Mm -hmm. You know, making sure that I'm, I've got everything lined out. I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to be wasting time. And again, so this is, I can talk about one of the frustrations that I have and what sparks a lot of arguments is like when, like for today example, we're talking and I'm trying to like maximize my time at work so that I can be with you guys. And so everything lines out, but it's kind of cyclical. It's like, uh, there's always, it just seems like I'm going to ramble here, but for sure. But like, there's a give and there's a take to every single situation between you and your spouse and your business. And especially as you, the owner, if you're not the, if you're not the parent staying at home, you as the owner of the business, like you're trying to keep everything else going over here and functioning and also keep your wife keyed in on it at the same time. And then, but you need to be prepared for it, but to be overly prepared for it, it seems to like dip into what you're doing all of this for in the first place, which is your family. Mm -hmm. And so then you're like, okay, well, I, I can't dip into family time. Like that's family time. And so then what happens is you end up dropping the ball on something. And so then you're trying to make it up from somewhere else. And so you're like, well, how do I, how do I be prepared and be as effective as humanly possible over here so that I can win. And then how do I clean break? I'm with my family fully present so that I'm fully effective and fully present with my family. And I'm not mentally thinking about work. Like I, That's a lot of, you know, when you talk about praying and, and time blocking and working out. Like so much of that is just trying to solve that problem of being your best self as a dad and a husband and being your best self as a boss, a, a part of a team, a partner, and, and how like when those two worlds collide, that's when you're just left trying to figure out, okay, I don't know. That was the intersection of what I feel like we found ourselves at is like those two worlds collided. We had to just like separate them mm-hmm. and figure out the direction for both for them both to be sustainable. And I, yeah. I don't think that there's maybe there's like, there's probably honestly no real way to do it perfectly, but just knowing that it's a, it's a continuous back and forth. We've talked a little bit about that in previous podcasts, so we don't need to go down that road, but like knowing that spring rush, like communicating with your spouse and saying spring rush is going to suck for both of us. That's a big deal. But also knowing that hopefully it's going to iron back out and then fall is going to suck a little bit, but then hopefully the winter you get to have some time off. Um, I don't know. It's just this,
1: in a way it's that back you- back and forth balance. Right. And the way that you process maximizing your time is shortening and shortening your hours of sleep. So like our argument this morning was that-
0: Oh, a freshie. We're going to give him a fresh, stinky one.
1: Well, it's not, I mean, it's not that stinky- it's not that stinky. <laughs> I like how used to <laughs> It's not that stinky.
0: Well, it just yeah.
1: he I'm a morning he jammed his day. No, hold
0: on. This is a this is good. This this I'm a morning I, person and you're a nighttime person.
1: And that sucks major. And I'm I am sorry. That's a, like yeah. that sucks. I come from a family we love night. Like we we I, I, honestly, I probably would have scored better on all my tests in high school and stuff. If I took it at like 10 o'clock at night, we just, we, we excel in the night. And I've now raised two daughters who as well do that. They are their best self (laughs) starting at like 8 PM. I mean, they, they like, you know. I know I've that's done that's part that of to what us. I was trying to
0: explain. Like I'm trying to be my best self at 9:30 when my girls are hitting their stride.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway, <laughs> he, our argument today was that he is focused on maximizing his time in the mornings, and he is very much a morning person. So his alarm, was, I like. I I just heard this. Like obviously it was dark because it was 4:30 in the morning, and I heard this like. It's like, sounds like an alarm, but it's very soft.
0: <laughs> your ears are closed up. So you're, I'm like, wait, is that an alarm? <laughs> where you're so and tired, so And so obviously ears are closed. it went
1: off so softly that Brit had no idea. And so I, I just like touch his arm. I'm like, hey, is that, is that what I think it is? Is it an alarm? It's like very muffled and I can't <laughs> tell. Anyway, it was him secretly Setting an alarm clock for 4 30. No, so try to get away that was it. not intentional to okay, have the volume I know, down. I know, I'm just that was just a joke. So, he literally gonna wake up, gets up 4.30, goes, puts on his full wardrobe, goes into the kitchen, turns on all the lights. Boom! Our two year old wakes up. When oh, I guess she's three, wakes up. Oh, and when I heard her voice in that monitor, the f- I just and, and I can tell, I can tell if I hear her cry out on the monitor and the sun isn't even close to being up, I know that it's got to be 4 or 4.30. And so I was just so just straight irate. And, you know, all that is uh, also that'll, that'll like when you're pregnant, text you want contract, to sleep right? in. Yeah. Anyway, me? what? No.
0: I said, that'll be in the updated text contract, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I was so mad. I said, you're telling me, I go in there, he's opening up his computer at 4.30. You're telling me your day is so jam-packed that you're starting emails and you are starting work at 4.30 in the morning. Let me help you with your schedule, buddy, because something ain't right. That was my thought, and I wanted to go in there, and I, I wanted to I pull up that, that schedule. I don't think was just your
0: thought. I think, <laughs> I think you verbalized that at 4.30 in the morning. Oh uh, my like, boy. You didn't keep that inside.
1: <laughs> uh, let me help you figure out where where things are going wrong here. And so, So, of anyway. course,
0: I screenshot my schedule and try to put her in her place.
1: <laughs> so, all, all this being said is, you know, we had had – Arguments in the past that when he starts working at 4.30 a.m.
0: We we sound so messed up that, right now. This that, is awesome.
1: By the time it's 6.45 at night, he's like, oh, I'm so tired. I got a shower. Oh, I'm so tired, guys. I can't. Oh, it's 6.50 now. Oh, no, 7.15. I, I start
0: sending off warning shots yes. at about 8.
1: Yes. No, it's not. It's, it, it just depends on when you woke up that day. Anyway, I... The point, of, the point of the argument is I can tell emotionally when he has woke up too many consecutive days at 4.30 in a row, I can feel him dying. His engine is tanking. Like his personality nah. is gone. Nah. He, he can't even function. So to, to me, I'm thinking, okay, are we truly bettering ourselves if by the end of the week you can't even see straight? Cause you got, you know, you're, you're getting a lazy eye over here. That was- Again,
0: it's cyclical. If the girls went to bed, when the, like you look up the average toddler and what time they go to sleep. Oh, I agree. It's like three hours before my kids go to sleep.
1: I, I bet it is. And, and kind of w- the way that I justify that. I don't
0: is- think anybody's going to get a frigging thing out of this <laughs> podcast, except for like, babe, let me tell you something. Britt and Brooke are so effed up. We are fine. Like we are gonna make it, honey. We are gonna. We're gonna be all right. Listen, Britt, he's lost his bloody mind, and Brooke, she almost killed him with a frying pan the other day. She was talking about not wanting to punch him while he's reading emails in the bathroom. You're welcome, guys. We told you we were gonna be open and vulnerable. Like, hey,
1: you said if Brooke, nothing
0: else, I need you to do feel a podcast
1: better. on. Marital communication within a business and how it
0: no, sucks. No, I just said marriage and communication. <laughs> and you said, well, where are we taking it? You keep putting words in my you mouth. Keep,
1: you just keep calling me in here saying, hey, I've got another podcast. It's on marriage. And so I'm like, hey, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. And then you said, hey, I've how got, long I've got clients. Asked?
0: How long have I he asked? You
1: said, I've got clients
0: calling me How saying, long have I asked? Hey. Like honestly, they might not get a single thing other than hope, right? Everybody wants hope. Mm-hmm. If if we're making it, y'all can make. Like, you get some hope today. <laughs> uh we've blessed them with some hope. Yeah, I think that's our job. We're you like we're like so here. far out in the wrong directions of things. People are going to be like, they're still surviving. You need to hear that you're it.
1: not losing your mind. It helps me. When I hear that somebody had a sh- day,
0: it Baby, helps you me. You didn't censor yourself. <laughs> you just broke up the word. <laughs> when I hear somebody had a shitty day, a shitty day.
1: <laughs> it helps so much when you can talk to someone that is relating.
0: Yeah, when you feel like you're is not relating. Alone. You're not, you
1: you feel like you're not,
0: you're not getting a divorce. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not crazy. Your business is not going under.
1: Those are simple phrases you just said, but that could change someone's life. (laughs) It, It could.
0: And the truth is guys, we live in America. Like we are all so spoiled here. Let me play out the worst case scenario for you. You go bankrupt, you have your family and you probably move in with your parents or you're, in, okay, real bad scenario would be you move in with Yeah, your Dad, I loss. don't know
1: if this is, you know, if this is the uh, way we're trying to take this. I don't, I don't know if this is the encouragement we're looking for. I'm saying, that
0: is not that bad.
1: Right, They but, like, but still, I, we don't want our clients to go bankrupt, so we definitely don't want that.
0: Well, I'm not Let's, just talking to my clients. I'm talking to the listeners here. I mean, listeners, we don't want- them. I'm just saying, would that be all bad, like- Move well, in with your family? Worst I, I don't case know, scenario? dad.
1: Starting your life over in your in-laws basement with not a dime to your name, it it may be as bad as that sounds. I don't it know. It is
0: going to be as bad as it sounds, but I'm not saying like it's not death. Right. You're still alive. You're still right. kicking. You get to fight another Are day. Are you saying
1: it could always be worse?
0: <laughs> no, I'm saying you're so in a grateful? good, you're in a great position to attack you got nothing to lose now. You got nothing to your name. You start another business and you get after it.
1: Yeah, that that's not encouragement for them right now. That's not encouraging.
0: Here's one other true, true thing. So we've talked a lot of ownership stuff and like Brooke and I, like we are like, or I guess I'll speak for myself. I'm trying to figure out a way to like bring all of these people with us on the journey, you know, like that, that, that's been a lot, a lot of this big part. Um, And so with that, you know, make sure, make sure your spouse is one of those people that you, that you bring with you. Don't, don't work so hard to make sure that your business partner's with you and your general manager's with you and like this crew leader and this admin and then forget about, Your spouse, like they, they are an integral part of this journey with you. I'm speaking to myself now too, you know?
1: Yeah. I think you, I think you try to think like that. I think you try to involve me as much as you can. I think you're scared to come to me.
0: I'm scared to come to you with changes because I do it so frequently. Right. It's very scary when I'm like, we're doing this with lawn care leaders. Oh, nope. I just killed that, but we started something else with the lawn care leaders. Like oh, yep, yep. Yeah. Green again's good, but it might be bad, because we're leaving to go do a different one. <laughs> <laughs> and then another one after that. Oh man, I thought something scary. Again, there's hope. If poor Brookie has just held on for the ride ride of her life with all these changes the past couple of years. But
1: It's, it's all, it's all growing pains. It's in the end, I will look back and realize all the areas that I had growth and where I had to be stretched and where I had to be challenged and where I had to survive on nothing but faith. So I know that I, I will get there on all things, on all accounts. Um, it's all good. It's good problems. The problem part isn't fun. No. And, and,
0: but there's always going to be that next problem. But the
1: growing pains means that you are successful. Yep. And you're, and you're doing the right things.
0: And you're testing like what you're capable of. Like, that's one thing that I'm very proud of is we, it's not like you and I stay comfortable. Like, If we are, we're going to, we're going to try to one up what we've already done or do something new or, or give more. Like like that's why whenever you're questioning everything, that's a big part of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like you and your spouse are, are, are testing what you're capable of and trying to, trying to step into what God has for you. Yeah. God doesn't always say it's going to be easy. Right. And God is not the one that's giving you more than you can handle. Yeah. You know, there's, there's outside forces that come in and, and affect everything. And there's always what I was going to say when, right before you started talking, is like, there's always that next iteration of your company. So you solve this problem, but something else is going to pop up next year. Right. <clears throat> and you're going to have to solve that. And so next, next week's theme guys will be big for you. It's, it's about competing with yourself and not letting stress get to you because it's fun. Like a big part for me is like, I get to do something that does stress me out. Does that make sense? Like nobody wants to play in the YMCA rec league game, right? But you put them in the championship, like the, the NCAA final four, like they want to play in that game. Yeah. I like I don't want to have stress day in and day out. I want to don't want to have be stressed and anxious all the time, but I like playing for something that I'm passionate about.
1: You're living, you're growing and you're challenging yourself. If you're not challenging yourself, you're you're kind of just, you know, staying at a plateau. You're not yeah, you're not yeah. growing. You always yeah. want to be growing as a person.
0: Yeah, and you want to you want to like have something that you get stressed about because you're passionate about it and you care about mm-hmm. it. Like being stressed says that you care. You stress about your kids because you love them more than anything in the world. Yeah. If you're not stressed or worried about your kids, then you should look yourself in the mirror and recalibrate some of your priorities.
1: Right. And and I, I do believe that if Britt wasn't an entrepreneur running his his ship and his show, that...
0: I Man, you almost cussed again.
1: No, no. Um. That... <laughs> It, he would he would literally just like not even be himself like he wouldn't be complete he wouldn't be cha- he wouldn't be and i'm not trying to say that people in the corporate world I'd are not would be floating
0: above my cubicle body
1: i, I yeah i'm not saying that, that that they don't work hard obviously they do they, every everyone works hard if you are providing for your family i'm just saying that Britt, he he has to have a lot of moving pieces and, and he has to connect the dots to a lot of different things. And his brain is just wired that way. He couldn't go and sit in a cube and do something until five thirty, and then log out. You know what I mean? Like, and then just be like, all right, I'm going home now. He, he, he can't do that. Like he literally wouldn't be able to do that. He ha he, he, he only pro he only works and, functions as a human trying to strategize things and, and come up with, with jobs for people and, and put people in different positions and help them grow and watch them, watch their lives get better. Like he, he has to, to be the one.
0: Can I, can I jump in? Yeah. So I, pre- I appreciate that. That's awesome. Was I just <clears throat> straight up? Just- no, I wanted to do what you did. So like, you know how you like spoke to the guys for a second. I want to be able to like speak to the, to the wives. Like for me, like that's, that's a huge blessing of what you just said. Not because you just said like, oh, he's awesome, blah, 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 blah. Like you allowing me to be myself like, I think that's cool. If, if, if a wife out there can give that to her husband, like, Hey, you're not, you're probably not going to change him at this point. So how do you both agree on the direction you want to go and then allow him to, to work in a way where he, where he thrives and he's happy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if he, if the chances are, if he's, if you allow him to do what he's good at and what he's saying or, or, or who he innately is. He's going to be good at it. And when you're good at something, you're going to make more money. Right. And when you're going to make more something money, you're mama, about. shut up. You making you got a new purse, mama? <laughs> 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 no, but I think that that's a that's a really a really good gift that you give me is being able to be myself, talk about this stuff even when it's hard for you to listen and and hard for you to digest all the changes. It's a big a big gift for me cuz you could have been like no we're not doing this
1: and you have well you have to be happy in what you're doing you know you could be making good money somewhere but not doing what you were called to do and not be happy yeah so you have to do what you're what you're passionate about yeah to be to live a good life you know to give to even to give your family a good life You might be paying the bills somewhere that you're not supposed to be, but are you truly growing as a person and, you know?
0: And what you're passionate about changes, right? I mean, at least for me, it has. Mm -hmm. Like I'll be be dead on on something and just will do anything for it. And then a few years later, like something new pops up, you know? Mm -hmm. So the passions do... It does change. So you don't have to judge yourself if you think that's why like 20 year goals are so hard. Cause it's like, I don't know what I'm going to, what's going to change in my personal life and what I'm going to be more focused on. Yeah. So this was good. This was fun. Yeah. Anything else that you want to get off your chest on air?
1: No, I've, I've fully called you out and. (laughs) <laughs> said everything that we've almost murdered murdered each other over, yeah. You
0: know. That's been good. We made it. We survived. All right. Guys, thank you uh thanks for listening to this show and hope you guys ha- have a good rest of the week and keep at it.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome, baby. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you that this is Marriage and Entrepreneurship Part 2. So on Wednesday this week, we dropped Part 1 with my wife and I discussing this. If you haven't listened to that, go back, listen to that episode first so it'll make sense. But this is Part 2, Marriage and Entrepreneurship with Brooke and I. Let's jump into it.